Okay, let's get started. Parsha's Nosso, Tavshin Ayin as we have a pre-Shavuos Nosso here in Eretz Yisrael, um, as we uh, continue in the new Sefer we started last week, Sefer uh, by Midbar. And we start off with the beginning of the Parsha. And this Parsha is one of the more confusing ones for Bali Kriya to start in the right spot. Because there's not just one Nasso at the end of last week's Parsha as well, right? When we get into the, what B'nai Kahas are going to count, Vaydabar Hashem Moshe El Aron Neymar Nasso. Obviously, a different Pasuk. There it says El Aron too. But uh, Nasso already appears in the end of last week's Parsha in Shvi. And the question is, uh, why is it split? Why are the Avodos that each of the B'nai Levi going to do in different Parshios according to our Splitting. Yes, in the days of the Gemara, maybe there was another way of reading the whole Torah every three years, not every year. But the way that we have it, Parshas Bamidbar, the end of Sefer Bamidbar is, Parshas, end of Parshas Bamidbar has Nasuas Rosh Bnei Kahas, Mitoch Bnei Levi. The Bnei Kahas are given their job. And then in our Parsha, Nasuas Rosh Bnei Gershon Gamheim. We have Bnei Gershon and we have, um, Bnei Merari. So the question is, why exactly is it split uh, in the two? Says Rav Chaim Kanievsky in source number one, just a ha'ara, release a little bit to something we mentioned last week. Mashehizchala parsha, now so has Rosh Bnei Gershon. V'lot sirev parsha zu parshas by Midbar. Shashayach l'sham, v'yayachol l'haskala parsha v'parsha shniya. And then maybe Nasa wouldn't be the longest parsha in Sukkim. But says the... Says the uh, time at the Kra, Yeshlomar Mishum Shagershon Haya Habechor. Gershon was the Bechor. And last week we spoke about God. So this week, Gershon was the Bechor. Unahisha Kashakahas Zacha, Shayatimenu Moshe Viaron. Yes, Kahas was Zocha. And they were able to uh, have the prized job. Balachen Haya Minose Haaron Vihikti Mu, their first. Mikomakam Gershon Lochata Shiridumig Dulaso. Kahas was special, but it's not that. Gershon did anything wrong. So we want to give Gershon some spotlight also. We want him to have his day in the sun, and that is why we start the Parsha with Gershon. And we lay Nusso, uh you know, at the Mincha, uh, the Shabbos before, and Monday and Thursday, where we hear the Gershon Avoda a number of times, and that gives him some credit, some kavod, even though uh, he didn't end up being the first and collecting the special Avoda that Kahas did. Okay. Now let's get into some of the discussions, though, a number of the mitzvos that we have in this week's parsha. right? The second half of it is all the Nesim, which by the Shem we'll get to. But first we have a number of the mitzvos. One of the mitzvos in an unusual place, right? One wouldn't think it is here, but the mitzvah of Vidui appears here. In Perak Hay, Pasik Vav, the source of Vidui, which we think of Chuva time, but the Pasik says, Dabrel Bene Yisrael, Isho Isha Kiyasu Mikokhatosa Adam, Limon Babashem, the Yashman Evashahi, if somebody violates and um, commits the Isra of Mi'ilah, the Hisvaduas Khatasama Sherasu. And they shall uh, be misvad. Again, I'm not. I'm just translating that as meila because I'll have their own interpretation of what exactly it means. Which we're not going to get into uh, right now. Visvadu as chatasam asherasu. They a person should say vidui confess on the sin. Right, which is what Chazal tell us that it doesn't really mean meila. It means that uh, uh, stealing from someone and denying it. But this is the marker of. Vidui. A question that we've dealt with in the past is that everybody counts the vidui as a mitzvah zaseh. The Rambam counts it as a mitzvah zaseh, among others. This is the mitzvah. The Rambam's formulation is that shuva is just the background to the mitzvah. 
So how is it that the Ramam just counts Viduya and not Tshuva? Kishe said Tshuva. Okay, that's a question. Not for now. The Menchas Chinuch deals with that question. But the Vidui, we know there are different parts of Vidui. The Ramam also describes in Uchas Shuva the three parts of Vidui. Number one, mentioning the Chait, exactly what happened. Number two, feeling bad about the Chait, Charat ala Avar. And number three, Kabbalah Lasid, accepting that I'm not going to do it again. The three parts of Vidui. So there's a story told of Mordechai Eliyahu in source number two, tells a story which um, expresses, through the story, it expresses a message that applies to to each and every one of us. Sifar Marana Ben Ishchai, he quotes from the Ben Ishchai, Shasham Esarav Omer, Al-Rasha Echad. Shasham Esarav Omer Esavidui Mefurat. He heard a rush, a story of a Russia that was standing next to the rabbi during Vidui. Standing next to the rabbi. And he hears the rabbi say all this heart-wrenching, heart-bearing Vidui. And he goes through all the litany of Averos, and the rabbi is saying he did all of them. So the guy, this Russia goes and starts telling everybody, you think the rabbi is a tzaddik? You think he's a, he's a tamim guy? You should hear what he's done. You should hear the terrible things. It says, people don't realize this. And when people hear, especially about rabbis, they hear some juicy piece of gossip, oh, delicious, right? Even he falls prey. The Rav hears about it and he realizes what, what, uh, who's spreading these nasty rumors and he calls, so the Rav calls him in and says, what's going on here? Why are you making up stories about me? Well, I heard you say vidui. And I heard you said it a little loud and I was able to, to, uh, to hear a little bit. And, you know, that's, that's it. The Rav says, Well, once you're bringing it up, let me tell you. You know, in our Kehila, in our Kehila, we have... We have we have a Russia. He wakes up, he doesn't do mitzvahs, he doesn't dive, he goes and steals. He goes through every detail of that guy's life. Of Osa Harasha. He goes through every detail. And finally, the guy the man says, Stop, stop already. Says the Rav, I'm being Mizvada for your Averos. And you're spreading that they're my Averos. The Alkain says Eliyahu, of course, we have to do Vidu for our own, but we also have a responsibility for others. The problem is we so often see the Chatoim on others and we don't see the Chatoim on ourselves. It's very easy to do Vidu on other people. Hashem, forgive him for being, call Yisrael Arabim Zelazeh, I know he has what to work on and he is, and he doesn't treat his wife properly and is this and is that, he doesn't daven properly, forgive him. And what about me? Right? Like the story, the famous story of the rabbi coming down after giving a knockout Shabbat Shuvah he comes down from the bima and the first person comes over to him and says, Shkoyach Rabbi, you really told him. You told him, oh, wow, hope they get the message. And, you know, that's, that's not what being mekabel tochachos or about, where we have to fulfill the smak, the smak, who counts as a separate mitzvah say, ehoves ha-tochachos. Right, to love the rebuke, to to think of it as a positive. Yalkein continues the Divri Mordechai. Kasher adam omer vidui, yeshem shlosha shlavim b'shiyoch ha-averos. 
There's three levels. I have to think about me. Number two on others. Here's Averis or my Averis. I'm connected. If I was tzaddik, a little more of a tzaddik, maybe I would have been mashpia. Maybe there'd be one more person. If I felt stronger about Shabbos, maybe there would be one more person out there that would keep Shabbos. Because there would be such a, a love of Shabbos in the air. Maybe my children would act differently and stronger connected. And maybe it my neighbors and maybe my shoemates. But it's about me and then I have responsibility for them. Obasovar, he says, then also Kabbalistically, maybe in different Gilgulim. Okay, let's work on the first two. Work on the first two. What we did and are the effect of, of others. And then he quotes the Kavachayim and says, so often, so often we have Vidui and instead of Vidui helping us, you know, it hurts us. Because we just fly through it and we zoom through it. Right? How can we say Ashamnu, Bagadnu? Every word there, every word is a whole idea. Right? Even in the saw, how could we do that, says the Kafachaim? To think a little bit. Right? That's a part of a part of tefillah that should be said with a lev shavur. Lev nishbarvinitkeh. The yisha ben teva teva To pause between each word. Lev dalafre miu misvada. Dem yomar also b'merutze. Bilti avon arizabala takiv and imsamakalkel. Right? It's even worse. And therefore we have to realize what it's all about. But again, first and foremost, we have to recognize that so much of what we see on others is really on ourselves first. In some way. Right? This Russia saw it on the rough. He didn't think about himself. But the Mishnah says in Masechah, Negaim ain't Adam Ro and Nige Atzmo. Right? Which literally means a Kohen can't see his own Negaim, but Bali Musr, we don't see our own faults. We could see our own faults on others. But, you know, being Dalakav's Chus ourselves, that works. Dalakav's Chus others, you know, it's not as good. That's the Rabbi Sol Salanter says about the Gemara in Masechah Shabbos. The Gemara says, Hadonas Chavero Lakav's Chus, Yadino Solis Chus. Somebody is Don their friend, then they'll judge him l'schus, which itself is an interesting line because Hakadosh Baruch Hu is going to have to be Dan l'kavschus. Hashem Dan l'kavschus means there's a question and you're not sure. Hashem is going to know everything, so it's not for now. But the language of the Gemara is Hadot Chaver l'kavschus Danin Oso l'schus doesn't say l'kavschus, so maybe that's the secret. But not for now. But either way, Rishon Salanter says, what's the message? He says that in the future we're going to see our whole life in front of us on the video. He didn't say video, but we're going to see our whole life, but it's going to be on somebody else. And we're going to judge. We're going to be called to judge our life on somebody else. We're just not going to know it's on somebody else. If we have conditioned ourselves to be somebody who always sees the positive and always treats others just like I treat myself, there's equal footing. Right? Just like I want the benefit of the doubt, I want him. And just like I see faults on my friend, I see faults on myself, then then it'll work out for me. But the point is it starts with me. It starts with equality. Maybe not even equality. Maybe I have to be more critical of my own actions. Right? Not equal. I take it back. I should be more critical of myself and be non-lakavschus of others. And that's the message of the Divrei Mordechai of this little story that we always have to think about ourselves before we think about others. Okay. Moving right along. We have the Parsha of Nazir. Parsha of Nazir, Perek Vav. Perek Vav. The Nazir, as we know, Machlokas, 
Tanoim, Amoraim, Rishonim, whether the Nazir is a positive or not, whether a Nazir is an ideal, the Rambam writes in Ilchaz Deos that it is not an ideal, quoting the Yerushalmi, Lo Dayecha Masha Asra Torah, you want to be Mosif, and the Ramban, amazingly, gives Pshat in the Pasuk of why the Nazir has to bring a carbon Chatos as he finishes his Nazirus, because he's no longer going to be a Nazir. It's a carbon al ha'asid, the Ramban says. An amazing, uh, unique type of carbon. But in the parsha of what the Nazir has to bring, at the end of his Naziris, there is a unique part of the Avoda. Pasuk Yudalad, Ve'egrivis carbon ol Hashem, keves ben shenaso tamim echad la'ola, he has to bring a sheep, ve'kavsa bas achas bas shenaso tamim ha'lachatos, ve'elachatamim l'shlamim. He has to bring an ola, chatos, and shlamim by a Nazir that finishes his Naziris. Right? If he was, became a Tameh earlier, then it's different. He has to bring maybe a, an Asham. But here, if he finishes Naziris, he brings a Ola, Chatas, and Shlamim. And then Pasuk Tezvav, Vesal Matzos, and a basket of Matzah, Solas Chalos Bulos Bashamen, Urikike Matzos Meshuchim Bashamen. Right? Two of the types. Right? A Toda has four types of breads. 30 Matzah, 10 Chametz. But a Nazir has two types. And they're put in a sal, in a basket. The coin takes it, takes his chadas and ola, and takes the ayo, the esha ayo, al sal hamatzos. This basket is, plays a role here. So he not only puts it, it's mentioned again. The gilach hanazir pesach al moed. Then he shaves, and then the lakach hakohen has a zroah b'shelam in aisle. Right, the zroah b'shelam. Right, a lot of halachas of Yoradea learned out from that uh, cooked uh, forearm of the of the uh, carbon. The chalas matzah achas min hasal or a kick matzah echad. But asana kabi hanazir acharis galchos rosho. So the sal is mentioned three different times. Three times. So question one is what's so important about putting the mincha in a basket? Other carbonus mincha, you don't have to put it in a basket. You put it in a klishares. To be mekadesh, the flower. But why would the, what's the emphasis of sal? And if we look throughout the Torah, there's only one other halachic context where the word sal is mentioned. Again, there's two other contexts where the word sal is mentioned, but one is the story of the sarhamashkim and the sarhaofim. The sarhaofim has a bunch of, a number of salim. Okay, but that's, that's in a story. But besides that, the only other time that the word sal appears in the Torah is here and in the parshios of the Chanukah HaMishkan. In Tetzave and in Tzav, where we also have sal. And the question that Rav Saratskin asks here in the Yisdayim La Torah is, what is the message of sal? And, number two, is there a connection between the two areas of halacha where the word sal appears? The Chanukah HaMishkan and the Nazir seems to be two totally different things. Nazir is an individual. Chanukah HaMishkan is a tzibur. Chanukah HaMishkan is starting something. A Nazir is finishing something. They're kind of opposites. Say, yes, Azayim LaTorah. Gam tar ben toda tzorach lechem. Avalin tzorach laniech hazabam chalo shel toda basal. Right? The toda also has a lot of breads. Many breads. But there's no, there's no reason you don't have to put it in the basket. V'rach b'miluim amra Torah lasimis halechem basal. Why was the Nazir Zochet the Miluim? What exactly is happening here? He even says, Even the number and the types of Karbanos are equal. So what exactly is the message? 
Vahanira Bazeh says the Zayin Torah amazingly creative. Vahanira Bazeh line 13. She'ein kavanas hanaziris. She'yisnahig adam b'kdushu precious lamed yom ayoser. V'yachar kach yashuv le'esano. L'ma'asav ha'mechu arim. The purpose of being a Nazir is not for the time that he's a Nazir. That's not the goal. That he should become a Nazir. Why does a person become a Nazir? Because he has what to fix. He's too much in one direction. And he wants to go in the other direction. So a Nazir kind of gets the balance back. Says the Azayin Torah. the goal though isn't to stay a Nazir. The goal is to go back into regular life. But the goal is not to go back to the state that he was in before he was a Nazir. Just like the original reason why a person became a Nazir is usually because they felt that they needed something. They needed a jolt. But what's the purpose of being a Nazir? During this month, I should be mechanich myself to be able to become a different person. And therefore, I should take the messages of being a Nazir into my life. The end of Nazirus is like a miluim for the rest of my life says the Aznaim LaTorah. It's exactly like a Chanukah HaMishkan. Every person is a Mishkan. And as I'm starting off my life again on a, on a, on a new foot, after Nezirus, as we know, Nezirus, there's no specific time, minimum 30 days. But it could be any length. Everybody has to figure out themselves. How much time do I need? Today, so that afterwards I could go back. Then I'll get back on the straight and the narrow. But the point is, it's chinuch. To straighten out the crookedness of my heart. And therefore it's an exact parallel to the Chanukah's Hamizbeach, the Ola, the Chatas, and the Shlamim, and the Miluim. But now he just says one more punchline. Unbelievable. Sal. What's the purpose of a Sal? purpose of a Sal is that you take something and you take it with you. Now your regular karamincha, you give it, you have to put it in a sal. The message here is that you have to take it with you. You have to take the actions that are now and it's setting the tone for the future. The miluim, the effect of the miluim wasn't just for the miluim. It was to be mashpia on the entire history of avoda forevermore. The miluim was mashpia. Nizirus has to be mashpia. The goal is to take it with us. 42. Take it with you. Don't leave it in the event itself. Sometimes people ask, oh, what's the one in the Parsha, Parsha Shir for the Simcha? Right, so this is a Simcha part. The wedding is not just a wedding, it's Mashpia on the entire life afterwards. The Bar Mitzvah is not just a Bar Mitzvah. The, any event in life, we have to put in the sal. We have to take it with us, put it on our back, and see how far we could go. Just like the Nazir, make every event in life a miluim for the rest of our life that follows. Every Shabbos could be a miluim for the following week. Every Yontif, everything. 
Because it's all about taking it with us. I think we mentioned in the past, Rav Schwab's thought on the Gemara Mesechas Chagiga on Dav Gimel. The Gemara there says, Darash Rava, I didn't give it to you, but the Gemara says there, Darash Rava, my dechsiv, my yafu pa mayach benalayim bas nadiv, according to the Pasuk in Shira Shirim. How beautiful are your footsteps with your shoes, bas nadiv, the daughter of the nadiv, kamanoin, and what are we darshin? Kamanoin raglam shal Yisrael. How beautiful are the feet of Israel. When they go up to be Ola Regal, Bas Nadiv, Bito Shalavim Avinu Shinikra Nadiv. Avinu is called Nadiv. So it's amazing. This passage is referring to how beautiful are the day you saw when, they, when they're when they Ola Regal. Ezra Schwab, that's interesting because when they go into the base of Mikdash to be Ola Regal, they take off their shoes. Dafka, this passage says, How beautiful are the day you saw when Shoes. You don't wear shoes in the Mikdash. So why Dafka is this the metaphor, is this the detail that's picked up on to express the amazing beauty of Am Yisrael? Says the Mayan Beis HaShoeva, says Rabbi Schwab, towards the end of the Sefer. Yeah, I think there's one thought on Shir Shirim in the back of the Sefer. Because the point of Alila Regal is not about when you're in Yerushalayim. The point is when you go back and you put on your shoes and you see how the Alila Regal, how, the, how that experience affected me and it was mashpi on me until the next ragel. That's what every experience is supposed to be about. That's what the Sefer HaChinuch says at the end of Sefer HaYikra on Meiser Behema. Why do we have to miss on Meiser Behema? People have to go to Yerushalayim and Meiser... There's always a mitzvah of family members going to Yerushalayim. Meiser Sheini and Meiser Behema. Because there should always be that hashpa, And then somebody comes back, mushpa, is mashpi on others. But that's what life's about. right? Taking those moments of inspiration which don't last... Which don't last, right? We're human beings. We have ups and downs. Right? So the Bali Musar also point out, right? That uh, imagine a uh, a, uh, a, car- a cardiac monitor, right? If it's straight and flat, then we're in trouble, right? If it's ups and downs, that means we're alive, and that's what life's about. Life's about ups and downs, and we have to take those ups and try to do our best to to keep them and to have them affect us and shape us uh, as a person. Okay, moving right along. What we have now, three different thoughts about Nesiyah's Kapayim. A mitzvah chaviva hi ad ma'od. Three different types of thoughts. A halachic question, a hashkafic message, and a lumdish question. Three different types of thoughts about the mitzvah of birchas kohanim. First is something that came up in Dafyomi a couple of months ago. Uh, and that is a question in the Chashuk Yechemet. Chulin Pezayin. What's in Chulin Pezayin? Those who might have learned Chulin Pezayin, that is the sugya of stealing mitzvot. So the Gemara tells us if somebody steals a mitzvah, they have to pay 10 gold coins. Asara Zehuvim. So the question that Rav Zilberstein was asked here in source number four, Maisim Beisakneses, Shashat Kohen, the Shliach Tzibur was the Kohen. And therefore, the Shliach Tzibur wasn't the one that was going to call out Yivarechacha. Shadinu she Yisrael makrius kol berachas kohanim v'hine haya echad mehakol shehikrius tevas kohanim. Somebody screams out kohanim, and then they start making the bracha. The kohanim make the bracha right when the kohanim finishes the brachas. Everybody says amen. Someone else starts calling yivarechacha Hashem, not the one that said kohanim. Usually it's the same person. So somebody was stole the makri's job. Is that considered a mitzvah? They have to pay Asar Zehuvim for? What are the examples in the Gemara? Brismila is discussed. 
T.C. Adam is the one that's discussed. The Rishonim discussed bris milah also. So what about this? This is a hakra'ah. So, he quotes from the Chuvis Orach Neemon. Well, first of all, who says it was the Makri's Mitzvah? So that's what the Orach Neemon says. The person who is Makri, he has first pick and the first chance to do the Mitzvah of the hakra'a. Hamaschil b'mitzvah, omrim lo gemor. Right, if you start a mitzvah, you get to finish the mitzvah. The acharkach, but afterwards he's done. L'gabi imchatav as a mitzvah. If he has to pay, asar zehuvim. L'maisa halasham, she'en ochayel l'shalem, b'pnei she'en zeh mitzvah gemura. As we probably would have said, not. Why? Because this, is this a mitzvah? The kohenim are, are doing a mitzvah. They're giving us a bracha. One might even say, there's a Sefer Haredim, and there's a, uh, other earlier sources. You know, there are others that say that, well, maybe there's a mitzvah for the Am to also be misbarech. The Hafla and Ksubis talks about that. There's a mitzvah for the Am to be blessed. A lot of Lamdis, what exactly that means. If there's a mitzvah for Rekhonim to give a bracha, there's obviously, Hashem wants us to get the bracha. But, the Hakra beforehand, that's not part of the mitzvah. That's that part, just calling the words out, to leading the Kohanim. So, Lechara, you know, you didn't do a nice thing, but, uh, even like, just like he says, basically, if you have a shul of all Kohanim, then they, they do the Birchas Kohanim even without any Akra. But then he quotes that maybe there are other reasons why, uh, one would not be Chayiv in this case. There are a number of Machlokos about this Halacha, which, Probably many of us, some of us have not, never heard of, but Lamaisa probably never, nobody ever had a Lamaisa question about this. Nobody ever got paid as far as Zahuvim. Not, not nobody, but, you know, but uh, not, not too often. Why? Because there are many limitations on the mitzvah. Number one, he says on line 17, Nechleku achronim, imal kol mitzvah daraisa chayavim as Zahuvim, orak al mitzvah shiyeshba gambracha. There are those that say that it's not just the mitzvah, but it's that you stole the bracha. The bracha, to be able to see a birchas ha-mitzvah, which itself is a drabanan, but the, the chance to, to, to be meshabeach and mefarach HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So maybe it only applies to those types of mitzvahs. That's what he quotes from the shach, um, in the name of some Rishonim. Another machlokes, oh, and obviously there's no bracha on the hakra'a. Oh, nechleko achronim, yagama mitzvah drabanan nami mishalmin. Oh, rakha mitzvah daraisa. Maybe bechlal, only on mitzvahs daraisa, not on mitzvahs darabanan. And this at most is a, is a hechsher darabanan. Right, he says towards the bottom, hachoras kohanim, is it mitzvah darabanan, is it daraisa? He quotes, according to some, maybe it is, but either way, uh, according to, um, that, that's another tzad asafik. Maybe only to mitzvahs that have a bracha, maybe only to mitzvahs that are daraisa. And then he quotes towards the, uh, towards the end, based on all of these fakos and others, he says, la'arzeh, la'chora, one wouldn't have to pay. But, Lamaisa, you didn't do the right thing. Right, this is not appropriate. Right, some things, you know, can you sign on the dotted line that, oh, it wasn't his? Maybe the, the person, maybe there was a case where the person that said Yivarechacha, he usually is the Makri, and the other guy stole his Makri. That's another question. If somebody yells at Kohanim, when you're supposed to yell at Kohanim, right, let's talk about that. That's even one step removed from the Yivarecha Either way, Lamaisa, he does not have to pay, but it is an interesting discussion just to have in terms of that area of Halacha, which is quoted in Shulchan Aruch. Quoted in Shulchan Aruch and Choshim Mishpat about the 
chance of doing a mitzvah and somebody taking that opportunity. Right? Sometimes there are, the Gemara talks about cases of being mafresh truma, shalomidas chavero, and, uh, and other, other types of mitzvahs. So that is the halachic comment on the, on the, uh, mitzvah. Now we have the drush and the hashkafa. Ksav sofer. A number of years ago, we quoted another amazing Ksav Sofer on Nisiyas Kapayim, uh, but this will go to a different one. Says the Ksav Sofer, Ko Suvarchu has been a Yisrael. Says the Medrash of Kar Suvarchu, Lama HaKohanim Nosim Kapayim. Why do the Kohanim lift up their hands? Lomar Lacha HaKohanim Mevarchim Es Yisrael, Vakarish Baruchu Omer Aleihem. To teach us that the Kohanim bless us, and Hashem is behind them. Dechsev Mashkiach Menachalonus. What exactly is the message of the Medrash? Why do Kohanim lift up their hands? Because Hashem is behind them, and Hashem is uh, be mates it's on them, and they're blessing. What's the message? Nearly in Yenisias Kapayim, ki Kohanim ochlim Yisrael v'komachsram aleihem. Think of it. In the days of old, the Kohanim kind of lived off of Am Yisrael. They didn't have an achla. They were the teachers. They ate truma. They ate bikurim. They ate. They used Rasha Sagez, they used Rolochim in the Keva, they got a lot of Matanos. They got a lot of Matanos. There's a danger, says the Ksav Sofer. There's a danger that Amisral might look at the Kohanim as, I don't know if you want to say leeches, which is a, a little more extreme term, but at least getting a free ride, accepting handouts. Someone who's not really putting in what they should be. Where's the earning? I'm giving so much to them. So there's a danger. It's a danger that we might think that. If we're ever supporting somebody, if we're ever, you know, supporting of all the other 11 shvatim, 11 and a half shvatim are, you know, uh, supporting. So what exactly, how can we fix that danger? Says the Ksav Sofer, Yisrael ki ochlim Right, the Kohanim have to be lower? No. The opposite. It's the schus of the Kohanim who are the ones that bring the Shefa Bracha down. It's through the Kohanim that we get a Bracha. What's the posture of an Ani when he's asking for something? Palms up. How do we look when we daven? If somebody ever holds out their hands to daven, it's palms up because we're asking Hashem for something. The Kohanim have palms down. What's that position of palms down? You are being mashre something on the other person. You're not asking, you're giving. You're not mushpa, you're mashpia. That is the posture of a giver is someone with outraised hands and palms down. And that's the message why Kohanim have that position. Right, one might think, right? They say, why do the Kohanim have to lift up their hands? Let him just go up, go up on the bima and say, Hashem, what to lift up their hands for? Right? What other, what other? Obviously, there's no, no, no other posture that is ever required in Allah besides hishtachavaya. By bikurim, there's a mitzvah to be mishtachavaya. There's no other mitzvah. Hishtachavaya is required by bikurim. Hishtachavisa. The Medrash says, "Hakol b'chusus shtachavaya." But here, Kohanim have to have outstretched arms. We don't have to daven in any type of position. Okay, feet together like a malach, but our hands. Okay, put them on your heart. Put them. On. It's not obligatory like this is. Says the Ksasofer. That's the message. 
The message is that for us to remember that the Kohanim are the Mashpim on us. They're bringing down the bracha. You know, it's not always so clear in life who are the givers and who are the receivers. Who are the givers, who are the receivers? So often, you know, it's, it's the opposite way. Chazal tell us, when a person gives staka, more than the ani gets from the ashir, the usher gets from the ani. The ani is getting something right now. He's getting some money. The usher is gaining olam haba. The usher is gaining eternity. Yosef v'masha ani makabel mina usher. Right, a blurring of the lines of the nosein and the makabel. See here too, sometime in life, sometime in life, we have to realize, right, who's the giver? Sometimes we, even spouses, rachman sometimes, you know, one spouse feels they're putting so much in and giving to the other, and they forget that, you know, they're really getting so much. You know, it's our job as a spouse to always feel, always feel that, you know, our hands are out and we're getting, even though we have to do our best to have in. And if both feel like they're being mushpayim and, and holding the other one in higher higher standards, then ultimately that'll be the most beautiful relationship that there is. Again, appreciating the other, and we have to appreciate the koanim for who they are. So we have the halachic the uh, halacha question. We have the hashkafic idea. And we have one more. One more idea from Reb Chaim Brisker, Reb Chaim Salvatia, quoted here in the Eim Mekbracha. I might have quoted this in past years. I don't remember, but it wasn't in, um, I didn't have it in the notes in Nasso. Source number seven is a question. Halachic Lundish question. We know there is a machlokas between the Rambam and the Ramban, whether tefillah is a mitzvah de oraisa bizman hazeh or not. The Rambam counts tefillah as a mitzvah de oraisa every single day, Mitzvah number five, very early in the counting, right in the mitzvahs I say, mitzvahs I say, Aleph is belief in Hashem. Number two, Abbas, number two, Yichud Hashem. Number three, Abbas Hashem. Number four, Yiras Hashem. Number five, Tefillah. The first mitzvah about doing something is davening, is Tefillah. While the Ramban does not have it on his list. Mitzvah, the Chiv de Rabbanan. So the question that was asked to Reb Chaim Salvechik, quoted here in the Emek Bracha, was, Birchas Kohanim, cannot be said in a vacuum. Birchas Kohanim, Kohanim can't just go and start doing Birchas Kohanim with a bracha. You want to say psukim, you can say psukim. But they can't do it out of context. It has to be in the context of tefillah, and more specifically in the context of avoda. Right, that's where it was done originally, Aaron HaKohen, by the avoda. And that's why we do it in this in the bracha of avoda. Ritzei Hashem Elokeinu, and then right after that we go into modim in the context of avoda. So the question that was asked is, if tefillah is only durabanan, according to the Ramban, the context is only durabanan. So birchas kohanim is only durabanan bismanazeh. We never could fulfill the mitzvah the raisa birchas kohanim because we don't have the context daraisa. Only if you have a, the context daraisa do you have the birchas kohanim daraisa. So is that possible? That we don't have birchas kohanim daraisa bismanazeh? Nobody says that. So it says two ideas, one from Reb Chaim, and then we'll add another one. So it says the Emek Bracha that he heard from the Briskarov in the name of Reb Chaim, 
Shechad Hikshova, line 13. Lasovrim de Tfila Eno Elamidra Banon, Echi Tachain Gamkain. Nisias Kapayan Bikvulim Midaraisa. Haleka Avoda. So what's the answer? The Tirate's low said Rabchaim. Da'af lahasovrim tfila durabanan hainu dafka chovas atfila. Demida araisa leka chiyuval ispalel. Aval inyan atfila havimida araisa lekuliyama. Vim ispalel shaper mekayim mitzvah araisa mikriyavoda. Says Rabchaim a chiluk that comes up in many different areas. The difference between a chiyuv hamitzvah and a kiyum hamitzvah. Women do not have an obligation to shake a lulav. If women shake a lulav. They get a mitzvah. They get a mitzvah daraisa. And Bali Tosa say they can even make a bracha on that mitzvah. They don't have a chiyuv, but they have a recognized kiyum daraisa. Chiyuv and kiyum. Says Reb Chaim, according to the Ramban, fine, the chiyuv might not be daraisa, but of course, when you daven, when you choose to daven, it's recognized on a daraisa level. There's a kiyum daraisa, there's a context daraisa, and avoda, and of course, therefore, that Nesias Kapayim would be Daraisa Bizman Hase. That's Reb Chaim. Heard from uh, the Minchas Asher once. Maybe there's a, a deeper idea, similar but a, but a deeper idea. So let's ask a simple question. According to the Ramban, according to the Ramban, davening tefillah is only a mitzvah durabanan dur- dur- every day, except with one exception, for Sarah. One second. So according to the Ramban. You could be a perfect, complete Jew on a Torah level without ever talking to God. Could that be? According to the Ramban, Tilo's Durabanan. Meaning on a Daraisa level, you have no obligation to talk to Hashem throughout the day. Brachos are all Durabanan. Right? Tila is Durabanan. Is that possible? According to the Ramban, you're going to say that all, you could be a perfect Jew, all 613 mitzvos. is not one of them. Of course not. There's a machlokas. The Ramban doesn't count it as one of the 613 for Sefer HaMitzvot's purposes. Because he assumes that La'avda B'chol Levavchem Zutfila might be an asmachta. So in terms of details of Minyan HaMitzvot, he's not going to count it as one of the 613. But of course, based on everything else we know about Halacha, talking to HaKadosh Baruch Hu is one of the tenets of our faith. Connection to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Right? It's the opposite of Salvation One said it's the opposite of Nevuah. It's the Hemshech of Nevuah. Prophecy is God talking to man. And Ashkenaz Gadola, right when Nevuah stopped, started Tefillah. Because they said the conversation has to continue. And if it's not God talking to man, it's man talking to God. But Tefillah is so basic. Every Jew, though, if, if a Jew has one safer in their house, it's a sitter. That's, that's what defines us. The Rabban's not going to argue on that. In terms of Minyan Mitzvah, he's not going to count it, but it's, it's a, it's a light motif that goes through our whole Yadus. And he says, Lama Davardome, he gives a mushal in exactly the opposite Shitos. Yishaveret Yisrael. The Ramam doesn't count the Mitzvah of Yishaveret Yisrael very famously, and the Ramban does. So there are those that suggest that the Ramam said it's not a Mitzvah. Only a Mitzvah, Bijimosa Mashiach, Megillus Esther. But Ruba the Ruba of the Postcom say that's impossible. First of all, the Ramam himself, in many different halachas, quotes the Yishavar Yisrael is the basis for a halacha, bismanaseh. And it's, and it's every parsha in the Torah talks about Yishavar Yisrael. This is the chosen land that the Jews are going to be there. It's not a mitzvah? It's not a, on a Torah level, you could be a perfect, complete Jew with no connection to the land that Hashem loves and the, cho- the where B'nai Yisrael have to be? It's impossible. So, just like the Ramban's version of Tfila is the Ramban's version of Yishavar Yisrael. 
Of course, it's basic. In terms of minyan and mitzvos, it's not counted as a separate one of the 613. But obviously, it's a major element. Right? What's the first thing Rishon Baichai says in all of Shas? Beginning of Brachas. There were three matanas given to Am Yisrael and all three Nicholas B. Yisurin. Torah, Eretz Yisrael, Olam Haba. Rav Yeruchim says, those three a Jew can't live without. Those three. And we have to make sure that we recognize that. So, so says Rav Asher Weiss, when it comes to tefillah, of course the Ramban says it's our rice and it's needed. Okay, there's a minyan mitzvah, it's not going to be counted. It's even, even, even stronger than Rav Chaim. It's a kiyam versus a chiyam. It's a basic idea and therefore it is something that is a definitional. Okay. Moving right along, let's move over to the Nesim. We have the Nesim, as we know, where all the Nesim brought the same exact Karbanos, and the Torah goes through each and every one in detail. And the question that almost every Mefarish on the Chumash asks is, why do we have to have every single one listed over and over again, just tell me that Nachshom and Aminadav brought the first one and everybody else followed suit and brought the same ones. So why do you have to list each and every one? So two opposite Pshatim. I think the first one is probably more well-known, but two opposite Pshatim. But they're both two sides of, the, of, of, uh, of a coin. The Chafetz Chaim and the Rishlomo Gansfried. The Balkis of Shulchan Aruch. Says the Chafetz Chaim in source number eight. Nisan ben Suar... You know who the real hero of the story is, says the Chavetz Chaim? Nasi number two. Nasi number two. Nisano ben Suar. Right? We talk about Nachshon ben Aminadav. But Nisano ben Suar is the, is the hero here. Why? Because he saw what happened on day one and it was his turn on day two. What did he say? Guys, let's all bring the exact same Karbanos. We don't want any jealousy. We don't want any fightings. You know what? Let's all bring the same exact carbon. Kind of hevel did not work out. Hashem was so appreciative of this action that prevented machlokas, that prevented, pre- prevented strife until he said, what more does a parent love than kids getting along, than the children getting along? That's the greatest nachas parents could have when they see their children enjoying each other's company. When Hashem sees, oh, we get along. He sees us get along with each other. It gives them such nachas. He says, you know what? I'll give you my Shabbos. What does that mean? On day seven of the Nesim, it was Shabbos. And yet, all the kabanas were brought. These were karbanas yachin. How could they be brought on Shabbos? Hashem says, Amochel. Amochel. These karbanas have such a power to them, such an achdus, a love. Hikriva nesim is karbanah gam b'shabbos. Kibavor b'medrash. Yan sh'an nesim no'agu kavod zebazeh v'kavod gadol l'hanesim. All to kavod gadol. Shekol Yisrael karim b'chol sh'an esabartios and medabras b'nid v'asam. That's why it's the laning that everybody knows. Not just from Hanukkah, but from Naso. Karban, everybody knows. The nesim. Because of what they did. Right? They, they, they saw what their friend did and they did the exactly the same thing. Did the exactly the same thing. And therefore, as we hear the laning over and over again, you know what we have to think about, says the Chavetz Chaim? Think about Avas Yisrael. V'yalkein tzrichim anu lehishtadel sheniyeh ahuvim zelazeh ulechabed ish esachiv v'yeh nachas ruach la'kadosh baruch hu mimenu We have to do our best to bring nachas to Hashem. Right? Man, what does Micha say? Higilucha adam matov. 
Right, Avas Chesed, if the Novi has to tell us that it's not so posh in people's eyes. Shazem Moresh, Shestam Bnei Adam, Einam Yodim, Bamelimso, Nachas Ruach, Eitzel HaKadosh Baruch Hu. If Micha has to tell us how to bring Nachas to Hashem, it must be that most people don't realize how to bring Nachas to Hashem. Barak Hanavi Yomer, B'Shem Hashem, Hamalamid, Adam Das, Ma Hashem Doresh Meitanu. So says the Chafetz Chaim, what did the Nesim do? They saw what the previous person did, and they did exactly the same thing. That was the godless. They saw and they copied. Says the Sefer Apirion, the author of the Kitzel Shulchan Aruch, in his commentary on Chumash, Al-Hatorah, somewhat opposite of what the Chavetz Chaim said. The Chavetz Chaim says, they saw and therefore they brought the exact same thing. He quotes the question from the Alshech. Hiksha Alshech, Ramosha Alshech from Svat. Ben Doro of the Arizal. Why does the Torah have to see all the details? Just say, everybody did it. It's a question of everybody. He says, why in every Shmona Esrei do we start off like that? Why do we have to say Elokei by each of the Avos? Just say, right, Elokei Avraham, Elokei Yitzchak, Elokei Yaakov. Why is each of those said? The Heshiv and the Panim Iris explained. La'ashmi'inon. Don't think that Yaakov relied, or Yitzchak relied on their father's connection, recognition of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. I trust Avraham. I trust my father. You know what? If he says it, you know what? I'm, you know, I'll, I'll go with that. Of course, they, they got a Misora, but then they did their own research to deepen it, to personalize it, to connect to it in, in such an intense way that you can only get to when I do it myself. Elokei Avraham, Elokei Yitzchak, Elokei Yaakov. They each got to HaKadosh Baruch Hu in their own way. In their own way. No, v'alav bitcho, ewa, kalechad ve'echad meha'avos, amad ba'atzmo, al-chakiruso, each of the Avos, they searched and they delved. The Iker Elokim, and they recognized that Hakadosh Baruch Hu is the Baal Habira. Avraham, First, Avraham, he was the revolutionary. He was the one who founded the religion. Zulas Kabbalah Saviv, even without the Kabbalah. From his father, Amar Gamke Ba'atva Chaki Rusa Besichlo. He in his own way. The Kiblu Le'Eloka, the Chen Yaakov says the Panameiras. That's the Pshat in Shmona Esrei. Elokei Avrokei Yisrael Yaakov. Everybody has to have their own connection, personal to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. The Chen Yishlomar says the Apirion. Maybe that's what's going on with the Nesim. Lafiyani has died. He came in Nesim. Hakasuv Meir Alehem. Kilo Heviu Akarbanos. They didn't bring the karbanos and what they did because they saw their previous one did it. 
Oh, he did it, so I'll do that also. They did it exactly the opposite of the Chafz Chaim. Right? They didn't see, oh, he brought this? No. Why does it say each one separately? To show that they all had their own ispodidus, they all had their own connection, and they said, okay, what can I bring to HaKadosh Baruch Hu? To give him nachas. This is my day of the miluim. What can I bring? And they all figured it out, and they all came up with the same answer. They all came up with the same karbana. So I'm going to bring one of this, and one of that, and one of that. One mincha, one chatas, one, one ola, one shlamim, ktores. But they all came up with it by themselves. Right when they heard that each of them are going to get, they each came up with it themselves. And each one, from their own intuition, they decided to bring these karbanos. And they came up to the same exact number. As we know in Rashi, each one of them has, has Ramazim, is connected to the Asaras Adibros, is connected to this, the, that. There's a lot of Ramazim, as is described in the, in the beginning of the Karas Kesef, it's Gematria this, and Mizrach Echad Kesef, Gematria that, Shivim Shekel, connected Shivim Umos, Yasmin Banav, Kachavas, connected Torahs, or look at the Asaras Adibros, Torahs, right? Everything is, is symbolic. So all the Nasim figured it out. All the Nasim said, what can I do to bring something to HaKadosh Baruch Hu? And they figured it out. Exactly the opposite of the Chavetz Chaim. The Chavetz Chaim says, they looked at the predecessor and they said, I'm going to do the exact same thing as the predecessor to keep the peace and to have Achtos. The Apirion says, they had no idea what the previous person brought and they came up with it themselves. But I think the key and the secret is that we need both. The secret is both. Right? Number one, we have to build on what our forefathers did. We have to be mechakeh after them. We have to copy them. Right? We have to say, like the Tanit Velio says, Masa yagiyo masa lamasa yavosai. Right? We have to say, when are my actions copying, touching? Right? When, when is it going to be? When is that? Am I in the Mesora? Am I following the tradition? On the one hand. But on the other hand, I have to make sure that I have my own connection. I have my own um, appreciation of what HaKadosh Baruch Hu does for me, of everything that he, uh, that he gives me, and all that He supplies for us, right? even, even when we don't realize it. During this Zman of Kabbalah Satorah, whether it's before or it's after, when one is listening to these, uh, to these words, one has to recognize that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is there all the time. All the time. We might not always see Him. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is, is uh, Meitzitz. Meitzitz. Right? Menacharakim. Right? You peek out. You can't always see Him. But we have to recognize He's always there. And we have to do our best to both build on our forefathers and also have our own personal connection to him. And we all be zochet to our own personal Kabbalah Satora, along with the national Kabbalah Satora that we have on Chag on Zman Matan Torah Senu. Okay, we'll stop here.